back to another episode of Make More Sales podcast by Gain the Edge, the show that explains the truth behind making effortless sales while focusing on your zone of genius, right? I'm your host, Jim Padilla, and today we're going to talk about six biggest mistakes to avoid in a sales conversation. There are literally, there are 6 million that we can do. But again, uh, as a company that runs 25,000 sales conversations a year, and we're doing this at scale, when we, we see sales conversations happen, we audit sales conversations, we see them at all different sizes, shapes, and colors, in person, on the phone, in video, chat conversations, events, et cetera. Um, the same mistakes keep showing up and, and we're going to, we're going to talk about them today. We're going to hit on some of these stuff that we see so that you can see that you're getting the benefit of what we see while we're scaling our company and, and our clients' companies. And we can want to share as much value of that, all the lessons that we learn, we're just bringing them to you. All right. So the, um, the things that we want to do is be able to share with you what we already know that we're all the, all the data that we're seeing and we want to be able to help you. So for you to be able to, for us to be able to help you directly, you can ask questions for me and for our team and we can come back to you with specific results either you know directly in outreach or and put episodes around what you say uh, are common problems that are happening right so today we're going to discuss the ins and outs of closing more sales by, by having a right authentic conversation i actually I hate that word because it's so overused it almost doesn't mean anything anymore but the real key there is being able to being able to tap into what's really going on. There's, there's ways to make sales and then there's ways to close, close people. Uh, and they're not the same thing. We'll, we'll touch on some of that. I get, I'll get a little bit on my soapbox on a rant on that today. Um, so, but if you hang out here today till the end, um, and I'm going to offer you a special surprise at the end here. So make sure you listen all the way through something I don't normally do, but I'm giving, um, I'm going to be, uh, helping you out with that today. All right. Before we start in, um, follow me over on Instagram at gain the edge now at gain the edge now okay, and at make more sales that podcast. Right. And please, I encourage you to message me, reach out ask a question. Let me know what's going on with you. Let me know what any questions you have in the sales game. There is literally nothing that we can't answer um, just because we've done so much and we see so much. And so we just want to, we want to be able to bring it to you. So let us know what struggles you're having in the sales game. And we will absolutely be able to lay down some solutions for you and provide some, and, and or provide some great content and episodes uh, around it. So that's what inspires us to be able to keep helping and sharing for you. All right. So we're going to tap in here and uh, and dive right in. So, uh, again, six key mistakes that people are making um, in the sales conversation. Right. So number one mistake. It seems pretty obvious. And actually, all of these are none of this is rocket science. OK, but I just I have a, I'm just going to unpack them a little bit. So number one key mistake is most of the time, most people are too focused on closing the sale instead of understanding the problem. Right. It's, I, I define that as transactional versus transformational. And again, transformational, another one of those buzzwords just gets thrown around so freaking much. And everybody is, you know, let's, let's be real. Everything you buy isn't transformational, right? For those of you watching in the video, I'm drinking a water out of a cup. This cup isn't transformational. I'm not buying this cup because of transformation. I'm buying this cup because it holds water, <laughs> right? Now, at the end of the day, you can tap it and connect the dots and figure out, okay, here's how it can help change your life. But the key is, how does this make your life better? How does this change your life? And these are the things that, that matter. When you're in a sales conversation, the people you're talking to are in, a bit, in the process of making a decision. And you don't know what is all involved in that decision. And so you could be trying to sell a cup or you can be trying to figure out, what, what lifestyle do they live where a cup will enhance it or a cup will help alleviate a 
a pain point, right? Any pain point doesn't always have to be heart to the soul. We talk about bleeding neck problem as a pain point. And it doesn't always have to be in depth life changing, right? Sometimes you're selling a paperclip and it's, you know, it, it's, it's alleviating some, you know, some, some simple pains, but typically a paperclip is not going to be a life altering decision, right? Unless you weave it into, uh, you know, all the things you understand about how to provide, how to, how to help assist the plight of the, of the business owner. And you care so much about providing great services to business owners and resources to make sure that all of their, all the work and the stress that they bring into their job, that you have systems, processes, tools, and resources to help alleviate some of that stress. One such thing is this paper cup, paper clip or a cup, right? So here's the key. Stop thinking about how many, uh, you know, it's very easy. And I, even if you have the best of intentions, which, you know, I do, and I'm, I know you do, um, you, you have to be able to not just see them as a number, not just try to get through the day. I got 10 appointments today. I got to run through. I got 50 calls I have to make or a hundred dials I have to make, right? When we, the, all of the things that lead to us being effective salespeople uh, are things that very, very easily lend themselves towards transactional thinking. Got to make a hundred dials. Got to have, got to leave, you know, got to have 10 conversations. Got to make five offers. Got to make whatever, right? Got to hit your numbers. Got to hit your quota because bottom line is if you don't, you don't make revenue and then you maybe don't have a job <laughs> or a business. And um, so we know that doesn't work, but, but you have to, you have to be able to operate within that context, within that structure, while not being a, not falling victim to the transactional nature of what happens inside a business. So you really have to make sure that you're able to take your, bring yourself present to the moment that every single interaction, whether it's a chat message or a live in-person conversation or a video call, you have to make sure you're present in that moment, no matter what, always focus on being here now. Yesterday, you can't do anything about, tomorrow isn't here yet right this moment, the only thing I'm doing is I'm focusing on you. I have a lot of things happening in my business, a lot of things happening in my life. Right now, I'm only thinking of you. And so I'm trying to share everything I can that's going to help you in being able to convert some more sales, right? And, and be able to do this stuff at scale. That's everything I talk about here. If, if you've been listening to us for any length of time, um, we're always talking through the lens of scaling, right? So if you're only having one sales conversation a day, these aren't typically problems that you run into. There's other problems that can be a byproduct of that. This tends to happen for people who are running through a lot of conversations, um, a lot of transactions. And that's where that's when it gets easy to fall into this transactional perspective. We wanna make sure that's not the case, All right. So let's keep on running here. Um, second mistake, is it, it kind of falls in the same bucket, right? It's always talking about yourself and not asking the right questions. Okay. Now I know you don't get on the phone and say, Hey, I'm great. And I've got this and I'm the best at this. And I'm best at that. You, you're, you're showing up to probe. You're showing up in curiosity. What's the problem they're having? Why are they here to explore? Why you, right? Why, why here? Why me? And why now? Why is today the day that you're trying to solve this, right? The more you focus on them, uh, then the less you have to worry about where to go. Just be, just tap into your natural states of curiosity because you as a, as, an, as a curious human being, you're always going to want to know well, what makes you say that and what made you come to that conclusion and how long have you been dealing with that? Because these are the things you do every day of your life, right? If somebody was talking to you about their problem as you're sitting on the bus or on the subway on the way home or uh, in a, uh, at a park bench, as I, uh, we talk about our park bench approach to the sales conversation, right? You would ask these things because you care, because you're a normal human being with curiosity and concern and compassion. 
right? But here's what happens is when you start talking about yourself and not asking the right questions, typically it stems from a fear of them not buying. Deep down, we have a concern. We're like, oh my gosh, I need this person to buy, right? Most of the time, you know, we know that less than 10% of any industry is making uh, you know, making the kind of revenue that you know you want, like in the coaching industry where we have a lot of, you know, a lot of rain from and you might be in is less than 10% of the industry is making six figures or more. That's a scary, scary number, right? And so when you're not, even if you are at six figures and, and um, you know, you're, we just want to make sure that you're not in, a, in this place where you're feast or famine and you're worried about where your next client is going to come from, your next deal is going to come from, um, your next customer. Uh, and then when, when that's the case, then it's very, very difficult to show up in a manner that is not coming from fear, not like, oh my God, I got to make this sale work, right? Because we got to pay the bills. You got to put food on the table. Get it. It's a, it's a natural state of being, right? So fear of them not buying is something that can drive us to push them beyond where they need to be. Being able to sell something to somebody who may not necessarily be the ideal person who needs this thing, convincing them that they need it instead of educating them on why it matters um, instead of showing them, you know, instead of, and instead of elevating and escalating the problem that they have and helping get crystal clear with matching to the ideal solution. Sometimes we just get so focused on trying to make sure that they see that this is the solution instead of helping them uncover what's in front of them so they can see it for what it is as the ultimate solution if they have the ideal problem, right? So always try, no matter what, you got to fight, choke it down. You got to resist the urge to live in, in the moment. And I know I was just talking about being present, right? Being present isn't, but uh, is different than being um, a victim of the moment, right? And in this very moment, I might be broke. I might not have money. Hey, I've been there. I have said many times I had to sell stuff when I had no money in the bank. And that's a horrible place to be. And I totally get it. My mission for you is for you to have good months and great months, no more ever good months and bad months, right? People talk about that a lot in sales and in entrepreneurship, you know, good months and bad months. This is part of the cycle. Yeah, maybe. I'm not a fan of that. You shouldn't, it shouldn't be. Not if you can sell at all, right? You need to, your, my mission is to get you to a place where you are having good months and great months, not good months and bad months, right? You should have a baseline. You should be able to bank on three grand a month, five grand a month, 10 grand a month, a hundred grand a month, whatever that number is for you that you can hit this stuff like clockwork. You got to have a baseline. Otherwise, how do you pay your bills? How do you do this, right? So be present in the moment and be completely focused on them. Okay. That takes the, uh, takes the focus off of you. If you're focused on you, you're focused on, I need this sale. I need this money. Daddy needs a new pair of shoes, right? And we don't want that. So one of the other key components, again, start talking about yourself is you're busy trying to be liked, right? One of the things that we do is we're not asking the right questions. We're trying to shift the conversation to get them to like you, like me, right? And, and here's the thing, just a simple fact. One of the biggest enemies of salespeople in general is the desire to be liked because you have to be able to tell the truth, right? You have to tell the truth, uh, which is going to be the next uh, one of the next points, but your inability to tell your desire to be liked is at direct odds with being able to tell somebody the truth. Cause usually telling them the truth is not the things you're going to say. If you have something you have to say to somebody because they need to hear it, that's typically not the same is the opposite of saying the things that you need to be able to say to somebody in order to be liked. Usually to be liked, you're going to say things soft. You're going to sugarcoat. You may not say the things, you know, you typically we hide the truth when we're trying to be liked. So you have to completely dispense with the desire or the need to be liked. 
Okay. Um, and then next is, and, and this is similar, but, um, you know, again, talk not a, part of what leads to not asking the right questions and, and talking about yourself is when we start buying their story, right? This is what happens is we start worrying that when they say, I don't have money or I don't have the time, or I'm just not sure this, you know, instead of standing in the fact that they took seven steps to get to this conversation. They knew they had a problem. They opted in for something. They showed up. They filled out an assessment. They made time on their calendar. They showed up for this conversation. And then they say, well, I really don't have the problem. We both know that that's not true. And you have to be able to understand what they're doing is they're trying to backpedal. They're trying to say, okay, I don't want to have to worry about making a buying decision right now. And I don't want to part with any money. So right now I'm just going to go, I'm going to shift my story and say, I'm not really, I don't really need to solve this problem right now. Okay. Uh, and then we get, we start buying their story and then we worry about looking pushy, salesy, or manipulating. And then we can easily take the attention off of that pressure again. And then we, that's when we tend to start talking about ourselves. We start talking about the stuff that we do and we matter and say, there's a correct connection. It's very seldom you just show up and just start talking about you. It's we get triggered and prompted. When things get uncomfortable, we go to the things that we know best. And we say, yeah, I was doing this. All of a sudden we make conversation light, make it indirect. Um, we, we start backing off. And here's the key. I do not want you to worry about being pushy, salesy, or manipulating. Right. Number one, it's none of your business. That's theirs. That's how they feel. Doesn't mean that's what you're doing. Okay. And pushy, I can't, I get very, very tired of these terms in the sales industry uh, because when people say, hey, you're being pushy or I don't want to be salesy, manipulating, that's, it's 100% based on perspective. It's all perspective. Right. What they're really saying is we don't want to have to be uncomfortable. We, a lot of times we say, I don't want them to feel uncomfortable. And the truth is, that's, that's not the reality. It's not that you don't want them to be uncomfortable. It's that you don't want to feel uncomfortable or you don't want to feel like you're making somebody uncomfortable. And the reality is sales is synonymous with leadership. And as a leader, it is your job to uncover the truth. And the truth is often uncomfortable, right? So you have to be okay standing in that and you have to be very okay leading them through it, okay? Which brings us to our third, uh, third mistake, okay? Not telling the brutal truth about helping people right? You have to be able to be an, uh, an unapologetic truth teller, okay? Raise your hand unless you're driving <laughs> um, or in the middle of lifting weights. Uh, raise your hand if you are, if you think you tell the truth all the time, right? And I've, I have come across people who do. I mean, a lot of honest people, a lot of good people, you're good people, okay? But here's the thing. We're not telling the truth every day, all the time. If you are here, I'll, I'll tell you this. If, if you're, if you, this is the thing that if you, if you are telling truth, right? Truth and love, truth and grace, not like beating people up with the truth, but learning how to share it in a manner that is helpful and builds people up. Okay. But here's an example. We don't tell the truth as it pertains to what we know they need to do. You're the expert of the problem, right? I have helped tens of thousands of salespeople and business owners overcome and climb mountaintops and make incredible money and build sales systems and strategies. And, all. and I see all of the aftermath of people who don't get it right or who don't do it or people who quit or people who fail or people who just don't, don't have the courage and the confidence to take that journey. Uh, and they continue to do things the wrong way, right? So when I'm engaged with somebody, whether I'm speaking from stage uh, or where we're putting a campaign together for a client or we're talking to somebody one-on-one, -on -one, 
I know what's at stake. I know if you don't solve this, you will never gain control of your life. Because if you can't sell on command, if you can't sell intentionally, if you can't sell by design because you plan for it and have predictable, consistent outcomes, um, you're never going to be in control of your life. You will always be at the mercy of somebody who can sell predictably and consistently. So we need to make sure that you're not a victim of that. Right. And that comes from me being able to tell you the truth. So because I know that when you walk out that door after not buying, I know you are headed for a certain destination and path. And it's my job as the expert of the problem, as the person who has helped thousands of people do this and seen the outcomes and generated quarter, you know, a quarter billion dollars worth of sales. It's my job to stand in the truth and tell you, no, you have to see this. I want you to see this clearly. This is where you are. This is what brought you here. This is where you're going. And if you go back to this, you, you know, you've already demonstrated you don't have a plan for it, right? It's my job to tell you the truth, even if it's not comfortable for me or for you, okay? And you have to be thinking that yourself. Here's the other part. This is the other place where we're not necessarily telling ourselves the truth, or excuse me, telling the truth. I think I just revealed that. We're not telling it to ourselves, right? We don't tell ourselves how amazing we are. If you're the expert of this problem, you need to stand and say, I, I am best in class. I am world-class at solving this problem. I do this in ways that nobody else does. And I am committed to helping you. I can see the inside of what's going on for you. I know how to solve this problem. I know how to lead you to the promised land, right? I know how to get you where you're going. And if you won't fight for yourself passionately like that, why the heck should they believe that you are the person who can help them, right? So then that is, again, another version of you not telling the truth because you're lying to yourself. And then in turn, you're lying to them because you're not showing up fully in charge as the person who you know can help them, right? Too many times, this is very common. I get people come to me, whether it's clients or our team who come after the fact and say, yeah, man, I, I you know, I should, I didn't tell them that. Well, why didn't you tell them that? Because I didn't, I just at the point, I just didn't, I felt bad or I wasn't sure. I didn't know if I should go there. I didn't want to feel like I was, you know, I didn't want to feel like I was trying to oversell myself or be too ego or whatever it is. It's like, dude, you have to stand up for the truth. The truth is, you've got a problem. I have the solution and I'm the best in class at this, at, at this solution. I know how to get it there. I am, I am the guy who can do this for you. And I am here right now. We are discussing this problem. Let's solve it today right? You have to have that kind of confidence and certainty and to be able to deliver that kind of a clear message to somebody, which is what is the key driver of being compelling. You want to be compelling to people? You want to make sales? You need to be compelling. And you want to be compelling? You have to be able to deliver a clear message, right? And hold people accountable to making a powerful decision in the moment, regardless. And that's my only objective is to help you get you clear in the decision. So that way, when, you, when it's a no, it feels good. Like by, def, by default around here, our definition is if it's not a hell yes, by default, it's a hell no, right? And I want you to have clarity around both. The worst thing you could do is send somebody off unclear and uncertain, because now you've left them off worse than they, than they were when, you, when they came to you. And that's never a good thing, right? Start telling the brutal truth about what you can do for them. Okay, next mistake, number four, we're halfway through guys. Um, so jumping right into the business, right? We get on a conversation and it's, uh, hey, yeah, great. So, so glad that you showed up here to, to find out about the uh, ZX1000. And um, let me tell you about all the great things about it, right? And we, I, I see this all the time, you know, car sales is, is a great uh, issue, but you can go anywhere, you go and buy some, buy a mattress and somebody comes up to you and, and they start talking about all the features of the mattress, all the great thing that the features can do, all this way, they push this button and you push that button and this microphone, memory foam, all this stuff, but nobody bothered to ask you, what are your sleep patterns? How long have you been doing that? 
what, how long you've been struggling with sleep? Are you looking to enhance what you're doing? Are you right? You just, just jump right in to business instead of talking about them and commenting on what they're doing and what they're wearing, what brought you out here in this crazy storm outside. It's storming outside and you're here looking for a bed um, that, you know, what's going on with that? Why, why, what happened with that? Or what's going on with your kid? You can't see the kid came in with, a, you know, in his little league outfit, uniform, you know, talk about the game, what they were doing, right? Find a way to connect authentically again i'm using that word right but connect so from a place of being concerned being curious being interested right and if you want to be interesting best way to be interesting is to be interested you start being genuinely interested in other people and they will you will appear more interesting you will be more interesting to people because everybody cares about people who care about them that is how this works okay so don't skip the building rapport. You don't need to spend all day in it. Although, you know, I'll, I'll push back on that. Um, I hear people say often, don't spend too much time building rapport. You know, you know, now don't spend too much time making senseless, meaningless conversation. I've done that when I had my alarm company and we would go into people's houses. Sometimes there would be this awkward introduction piece and you're talking about the crown molding in their house and wow, this is great tile on the floor. And all of a sudden you spend 20 minutes talking about nonsensical stuff that doesn't matter. Okay, that stuff can happen because we're at the we get to this place where we're un, unsure or uncomfortable uh, to move forward. We haven't felt like we've got that signal. Again, I go right back to the same things. Talk about them. Tell the truth. Wow, this is great. I love what you're doing here. Right? You can say hey, this is great weather outside, or you can say, Wow, I see that you got Duke and Kentucky on the fan, uh, on the on the TV right now. Number one, I know this is a great game. Is there a way we can pause this and record it so you don't miss any? Two, what I promise I won't intrude longer than necessary. We're here to change some lives and we got some great things for you. Um, or we know that, hey, this has been, there's been some issues in the neighborhood. And again, going back to the alarm company, uh, my alarm company, and we'd be like, look, we know that there's been a series of break-ins in the neighborhood, but we also know this neighborhood's on the, on the mend, on the rise. And, uh, you know, what can we do to help you, you know, join into that? What is your perspective on that? What do you believe? What do you see, right? Talk to people. Take, take the initiative, take time to find out about them. And if, and if there's something, here, here's the way that I measure the time. There is no time. There's no two minutes, 90 seconds, five minutes. There is no, here's how long you do rapport. Rapport is the entire time. Rapport is the entire thing. You are always building rapport with people, right? The key is to stay in connection to the level of rapport that you are in. Because there's many times where you think you're in rapport, but you're not because you missed something um, that was important. Like a lot of times they could be saying, you know, Hey, how are you doing today? So glad to be able to talk to you. And they're like, yeah, you know, um, doing okay. I've been in the hospital all week with my mother. She's been fighting cancer or fighting illness. And many times we're so focused on what we need to say. We're like, Oh man, that's too bad. Sorry to hear that. Instead of just completely diverting from the course of the conversation and tapping into what they were saying. Oh, wow. That, I'm so sorry to hear that. You know, is this a good time for you to be able to connect? And how does this, like, I know you're looking to solve this problem. You signed up for this conversation so that we could talk about solving the problems in your business. We've got this real important thing. What I, my, what I want to make sure of for you is, is this still, you know, how does this rate in terms of a problem that still needs to be solved? I know you have, you know, your mother is in the hospital and we're dealing with that. And, and I can't even imagine what that would be like, uh, or hey, I, I've been through it myself and I, I know how hard that can be. And I also know that everything else in my life was still going on. And my concern is, do you want to, you know, do we have a, a, a situation with your mother that has to be addressed and your business can be failing? Or do we have a situation with your mother that needs to be addressed? And 
we can at least prevent your business from going off the rails as well. So, you know, what, what is it? How would you like to approach this? Right. But you're talking, you're letting them know you hear them. You're letting them know you care. You're letting them know what's going on. Right. Just understand that it's just about being real, trusting yourself, your levels of curiosity, your, your, your levels of compassion that you have for them. Um, because, you know, again, you're a problem solver. Problem solvers care about people that they solve problems for. So you got to show up that way. Make sure it's clear. And um, a lot of times, again, very, I've never met anybody who just ignores people's pains. Just sometimes we're so focused on what we think we need to say that we aren't really hearing them. That's when those challenges come up. Right. And what happens is when that happens, you be, you're moving down the path, having a sales conversation on a planned scripted or, or, you know, mapped out conversation and you're now no longer in rapport. Because rapport means you're moving in connection and sync, right? You're moving in tandem with each other. And because you didn't connect to what they were saying about their personal situation, because you were busy looking to say the next thing, you're moving and you're not with them. They are not with you mentally, emotionally, spiritually. You're not connected. You're not in that same space. So that's where we tend to miss out. So I don't want you to do that. Make sure connect building rapport is about staying in connection with people. You can build rapport in 60 seconds. You can also spend 30 minutes building rapport if it's on something important, right? If you just feel like it's, it's you know, I had a conversation today with somebody and we, you know, um, the, the dialogue with intention was a quote unquote, you know, enrollment conversation. But as we started going, there was just a lot of inquiry, a lot of sharing, and we just kept going. It was a 30 minute conversation. It's about 25 minutes of it, just letting her talk about herself and, and asking questions and bring her to a place because she was clearly trying to share some things. And a couple of times it got emotional, right? That was way more important than making sure I can make an offer inside of that conversation. It was building a connection and really understanding and feeling into the moment. And that's just you trusting you as a human who can, who gets what's going on. And you know what? The rest of this can happen on the next conversation right now. It's just, it's helping you know that I get you and I care. I understand where you're at and we can fill this conversation up. Okay. So staying in rapport, staying in connection, it's going to change the game for everything. Okay. So don't just jump right into the conversation unless of course they demand it because they're on a clock. And in which case you still got to be careful. Don't let somebody else rule that conversation. This is a, um, you know, we're going to jump into these next two points here in a minute, right after this word from our sponsor, which will be coming right up, but understand that if you know, the opposite is also true, right? If somebody comes up and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give me, give me, give me to the product. Give me to the point. I would highly caution you against that um, because uh, you want to make sure that it's a right match. You want to have enough pride in your product, your offering, your service that you only want to match it to the people who actually need it. And I have no problem telling somebody that. Be like, hey, we got to get to this right now. How much is it? What's the offer? And what's the deal? I got, I'm, I'm busy. Well, you know, here's the deal. This is what we do, but this is what you showed up for. I, my job is to find, I know what's the level of the problem you're trying to solve, um, how long you've been experiencing it, what is your expectations uh, of, of fulfillment and outcome before I can even make an offer to you and determine, do we have a match, right? I'm willing for them to say, well, then get out if you don't tell me, if you can't give me the offer, although that doesn't almost never happens. I can't, let's put it this way. I can't remember the last time it has um, in terms of somebody saying, well, don't, don't make an offer to me then. And if they do, they do just go on, right? Go to the next call, go to the next door, go to the next, whatever. Okay. So 
build rapport, insert rapport if they're not going to, because I promise you, if, if it's just a simple, that's what leads to a transactional sale. And it can be a customer induced transactional sale, as well as it could be a salesperson induced transactional sale. Don't let the customer lead. That's them leading the process that typically is going to lead to the wrong outcomes. Okay. So uh, keep aware on that. And then um, we've got Two more that we're going to run into here in just a minute, and I hope this is helping you. You know, um, uh, you know, go into the show notes. We're going to talk about some of these solutions and the opportunities that are in there. Um, all this stuff is documented and scripted out. Uh, there's some, some highlights in the show notes as well as the transcripts of this, and so make sure you find it there. But let's take a quick second here to hear a message from our sponsor. Make More Sales Podcast sponsored by Gain the Edge. Gain the Edge is a company that offers sales systems, strategies, processes, and teams to help you scale your company, step into your vision, start leading the people that you want to serve and building your empire and not have to worry about chasing sales, hiring salespeople, managing training, developing them, <laughs> optimizing them, and everything that comes with it. Right? We want to set you up for freedom, success. You can focus on your zone of genius. We are always helping people fine-tune and focus their sales systems and strategies uh, and build events and fine-tune offers. We have regular uh, trainings and workshops that happen every month um, that we'd love for you to be a part of. Make sure you go to the show notes and find the next workshop that's coming up. Sign up for it for a great deal. And... Uh, if it's not available at the moment, coming up, sign up for get on the waiting list. So you'll be the first person in the know to be able to get that taken care of. So as soon as the next one's coming up, you will be alerted and be able to join us. Thank you as always for uh, for coming our direction and let us help you scale and start making some money the way as you intended. All right. So um, I want to get you to the last two points here now. Coming back to this, we're, taught, we're in the middle of this journey on six key mistakes to avoid in the sales conversation, right? And we've been talking about being too closed, too focused on closing the sale versus understanding the problem, okay? Which is transactional thinking versus transformational. And that second mistake was always talking about you and instead of asking the right questions, right? And centered around fears and trigger things that trigger us, which is then what gets us to talk about those things. It's not that you show up looking to talk about them. It's really understanding not to be triggered by these things because you're, you don't need to be liked, right? And there is no reason to be afraid. And then you don't need to worry about being pushy, salesy, manipulating. You're just showing up to tell the truth, right? Mistake number three, not showing up to tell the truth, the un unapologetic truth, truth and love, right? And focus on helping them. Fourth mistake, skipping rapport and jumping right into the business offer because the opportunity is so good. Okay. So now we're going to get to uh, key stake number five, which is focusing on features of the, pro, uh, of the benefit of your problem, excuse me, not focusing on, right. People talk about features, features, features instead of the benefits. And I know, again, all this stuff is simple. You've probably heard this a thousand times, but you don't want to talk about the things that your, uh, that your product does. You want to talk about the outcomes, right? One of the oldest uh, lines in the book, you know, people don't go buy a drill because they want a drill. They go buy a drill because they need a hole. So your conversation shouldn't be about well, how big of a, how much power, how long, what's extended life. You should be talking about what's the purpose? What is the hole you're built drilling? And how often do you drill this hole? Is this something you'll do on a regular basis? Is this something you're doing one, on a one-off one -off project? <clears throat> right? And what's going to go inside the hole? What's going to go on the other side of the hole? What's going to happen here? And are you hanging a picture? Are you putting up something that you're going to, you know, are you drilling a hole that you're going to see through, right? You're finding everything about the hole. And too many times guys are trying to sell a drill, 
right? So you need to focus on what are the outcomes and experiences they're seeking, and then you match them to the ideal solution. So when you're talking about the things that you do, it's like for us, we don't talk about the fact that, well, we have weekly training calls and we have resources and we help you do live events. We help you put systems in place and systems and strategies and we build live events and we help you scale your company. And we take six-figure entrepreneurs and more who are actively eager to scale their company. We don't work with people who are looking for incremental growth, right? We don't talk about all those things. We talk about what are you looking for? I want you to have confidence and certainty that you can go anywhere at any time and make a sale. You can be dropped off in a new city, a place you never don't know a single soul, and you can grow a business because the person who understands how to make conversions on purpose, predictably, because you plan for it and you mapped out a strategy to make sure to go and you have the confidence and clarity and certainty to know how to talk about the problems that you solve and you know what people you solve them for. You will never starve in your life. You will always, not only never starve, you will also be at the high end of the income equation. Okay, People who sell, salespeople are among the highest paid people in the world. Right? And there's a reason for that because there is, there is value in being able to connect people with problems to the ideal solutions that they have. And that comes from you being crystal clear on the outcomes and the experiences that they're seeking as it pertains to the problems that they are solving. And when you can orchestrate that and choreograph that and communicate that typically better than they can, they're going to give you credit for also knowing the solution. They're going to want to know more, right? So this is where you share what is what is intended and what's going to be coming, right? Um, we were just uh, was just on a, on a mastermind call yesterday, and uh, a friend who creates custom craft high end luxury furniture. They literally take you know, create tables out of trees. I, I, I realize that's kind of a silly statement because I'm guessing that's fairly a common thing, <laughs> but they literally turned the, the tree into a table as opposed to shipping it into wood and building tables, right? So um, we were talking about <clears throat> a client that they had who uh, they, they're trying to get back in touch with and they made this table for. And um, so we were talking about sending a video recording a video of the slide and taking picture of the of the the table sending a video to the client of explaining what their life will be like with this table and that they they were under the impression that this client was also a um, how was a service provider, some kind of like, look, if you, if, if you have clients that you might consult with, you can show this person that with this table right? You can tell, show them right now and say, look, you can send a video with this saying, hey, here I am at my new crafted custom table. I took the care because we're going to sit around this table and talk about your problems and, and prescribe solutions that will change your life. And I wanted to make sure that, that we had the ultimate setting for your comfort and success. And this is the new table where you'll be sitting right there, right across from me when we're on. So you're literally walking them through what the experience and the outcome will be, as opposed to selling them the product. You can say, hey, here's your table. Or you can say, here's a day in the life with your new table. Okay, so that it just always keep that in mind. It's all, there's always something more. Nobody buys the drill for the drill. They buy the drill for the hole, okay? Um, next, sixth mistake that we're, we're talking about here, okay? We've went through the first five. Number six is not providing enough value and clarity, meaning always sticking to the talking points, right? This podcast you're listening to is the Make More Sales podcast. It used to be the Sales Unscripted podcast. That was our first however many episodes before we rebranded it. And 
reason for that is I had a sales program, a training program called Sales Unscripted because scripting is not the secret to success in sales. I am not saying that scripting is not important. I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm simply saying it isn't necessary. Okay, scripting, having a script, having a talk track and a plan is, is a great way to make sure that you don't forget anything or leave out any key points. It is not designed to tell you what to say and how to say it and who to be, right? The way you make sales, guys, is by having the right conversations with the right people at the right time about the right things. That comes from being an expert of the problem, the solution, the avatar, their journeys, their fears, their pains, their woes, their desires, right? That doesn't require a script. That requires an insane level of focus uh, and actually being the expert of the problem that they're talking about. Okay, these are the things that matter. And these are the things that you need to make sure you are talking through. Always show up being the person as the trusted advisor who understands their pain better than they do, the journey that they're on. Be the person who understands how to, how to articulate where they've been coming from and how to plan, how to articulate the plan for overcoming and living a new life, having a new business, living a new marriage, having a new whatever based on the level of expertise that you're delivering. Okay. Always provide value, always over deliver in value, do everything you can to ensure that they see that you care, that they see the level of expertise that you have. And it's not just about being an expert of a, again, not a transactional expert. This is not somebody who knows how to build a table. This is somebody who understands the importance and the value of the work and the importance and what is to be, what is to be received and done with the, with the people who are, who are, um, who are living into the experience that you're providing, right? Communicate that consistently, guys. It matters so much. The more you do this, you will drop in as the expert. You will no longer be the person who has to convince somebody to talk to them. You will be people, having people invite you to come and talk to them because they hear you speak about their problem in ways that nobody else does, right? And that's what you want to be thinking about all the time, all right? So I, actually, I, this is, I, I talked about getting to the end here, right? Getting to sticking around so that I had a surprise for you at the end. We're a pretty, we're, we're growing. We're a scaling company. Um, I don't typically take a lot of appointments. I don't typically take cold appointments, right? From, from the marketplace at large. It's not because I'm anything special, believe me, far from that. It's just that we have some high leveraged opportunities and there's opportunity cost if I'm getting on a phone with somebody and talking. Um, but I also know that, you know, I, I've got a quarter, mil, quarter billion dollar sales brain. I have solved a lot of problems and overcome a lot of things and helped a lot of companies make a lot of money and decided that I want to get myself, I want to give you access to me. And so we are actually, uh, if you go into show notes, there's also, you will find um, uh, our, an opportunity in here can, to book an appointment on my calendar. And we can have a conversation and uh, you book a, comp a complimentary call my, with, it would be with myself or my team. I am in the rotation uh, on this link and it will get a chance to really talk to what, what are you doing? How is your, how is what you're doing preventing you from making the kind of sales that you are fully capable of, right? Let us get you clear. Let us help you see what is there. And this is not a sales conversation. This is a dialogue to see how we can help you. And yes, 100%. We'll also be role modeling for you that every conversation is a sales conversation, meaning it's a conversation for clarity. It's a conversation to get clear on the problem, the solutions that exist, and what you need to do 
about them and what are your options? And that's all we're going to do. We're going to help you get clear, help you see what your key problem is, see where we can make some adjustments for you and put you in the right direction. And of course, we'll talk to you about what other things exist. What possibilities do we have that we can lean into helping you speed up your results, get some more clarity, be around experts. Because bottom line is there, there's a lot of people out there who are quote unquote sales experts. And there's a lot of people out there who can't get your result. I know we can. And so I'm not going to speak against anybody else. I just know that you spend some time with us. We can help you. So please take us up on this invitation to have a conversation. There are also some free resources in there. Uh, and uh, as mentioned in the uh, sponsorship moment, uh, we're doing monthly workshops and we, are, we focus on helping you generate more sales, helping you build sales conversion events that can, that can 10x your revenue um, and helping you get really clear, clear plan with your strategy and action so that you can be making the kind of money you want because you planned for it and you took all the right actions. So we're always, always here to help you jump into one of our workshops. You'll either be able to join uh, based on what's there right now, what's available, or you'll be able to get on a waiting list uh, for, so you can be one of the first people notified for what is coming up. All right. So if you, uh, if you want to book your calendars with the right motivated buyers uh, in your market, we're here to help book a complimentary call, talk with us, and we'll guide you every step of the way. All right. I've been Jim Padilla. <laughs> been thrilled to be able to serve you. Uh, thank you as always for trusting me to be part of your success team. And remember that sales happen when you have conversations, the right conversations with the right people at the right time about the right things. Everything changes. All right. We'll see you on the next one. Thank <laughs> you.